Good morning and uh, welcome to Crossword Online. It is a great joy to greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and especially as we continue in our short little study on the whole idea of Thanksgiving. So our kind of main text uh, we have been taking from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 16 to 18. Uh, rejoice always, uh, pray without ceasing and uh, uh, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So I hope that in the week uh, that have lapsed since last week, you've been trying to um, practice uh, a bit of thanksgiving uh, as we've seen. Uh, so last week we really looked at, kind of bombarded you with the, the number of times the idea of thanksgiving and glory and praise and shouting uh, to the Lord is in the Bible and that's quite a lot. And uh, so I hope you are convinced that uh, Thanksgiving is a biblical uh, idea. And uh, we also very quickly at the end looked at uh, the, some of the benefits uh, of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving actually affects us in the sense that it uh, takes away our anxieties and our fears and our discontentment and our, our lust and our sin and our pride and things like that. And as well as it actually bolsters us and gives us uh, things like joy, contentment, uh, gratitude, peace, uh, faith, hope, perseverance, uh, all sorts of things like that. As well as it changes us from being consumers to enjoyers, um, but even more uh, sharers um, of, of God and of life um, and of goods. And so we want to explore this a little bit further uh, this morning. And so why don't I pray for us and we're going to pick up on a couple of other verses because we are wanting to expand on our understanding a little bit. Let's pray together. Father, we do thank you that we have these opportunities to draw aside time to think and to hear and to contemplate uh, why it is such a good thing for us to give thanks to you. And we do pray that you may give us greater convictions and that you will not only help us, Lord, to uh, have assurance that this is something that is important to you, but that we will also be able to change our habits and our rhythms. We will re recalculate our rhythms uh, in life. And uh, we pray uh, that through that, uh, we may even be able to give you more glory uh, than what we are currently able and getting closer to what you are worth. So thank you that we can ask you to help us in this very fascinating uh, gift that you've given us is the ability to know you and to be able to thank you. So help us, Lord, this morning we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So yes, as we've said, if you just look at 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, um, In everything, um, give thanks, uh, for this is God's will uh, for you in Christ Jesus. So we are looking at thanksgiving from a very particular thing, from a Christian perspective. <clears throat> and so we have noticed that there are kind of four elements that are intertwined and you can't really pull them apart because the moment you start to pull on the one thread, it kind of affects everything else. But it's the basic idea of thankfulness is the first thing. Um, and then thankfulness for Christians is thankfulness to God. Uh, so there is not just the gifts and the things uh, that we are thankful for, but there is the giver, the person. And so we acknowledge that it is God. And then there is the expression of that thankfulness to God. And then there is the actual enjoyment of God 
who himself. Those are the four kind of elements. So we this week we want to, as I said, you can't really pull them apart, but we want to look at uh, thankfulness uh, in general, uh, and then we want to look at the thankfulness uh, to God. And again, you, you literally can't separate those two things uh, from one another. So just another verse that kind of captures for us something of this. Uh, Romans 11 verse 36 says, uh, from him and through him and to him are all things. Uh, and so that is the basic foundational reality uh, of uh, the Bible. And uh, so everything, all gifts, all moments, all things in one sense are actually ultimately the God is the source of all of that. And so when we think of Thanksgiving, uh, we can't just be thankful, and which we can, but the right thing to do is to be thankful uh, to God. Uh, and then the verse goes on to say, to him be glory forever and ever. So, yeah, so it's possible to actually have um, awareness that God is God and greater and all things and not necessarily to give him glory. And this is why where I want to start this morning by just this sheer reality that the scriptures tells us that uh, one of our big, big problems in life is actually that we do not uh, glorify God and give him thanks. And that is a sign that we are actually cut off from true reality. Uh, we actually, uh, the, the, the language in the Bible in this case is quite fascinating. Uh, so the Bible assumes that we as human beings, even though we're created uh, by God, are not always aware that God is the one we should thank and God is the one we should know and that not doing that is actually to suppress truth by the fact that we are wicked and unrighteous. So that can come as quite a bit of a shock because when we think of the words, you know, wicked, unrighteous, evil, uh, we tend to think of really bad things like, you know, I, I take you know, whatever your list is, murder, uh, rape, uh, uh, incest, um, you know, uh, maybe corruption, uh, really bad things that in one sense affects other people. That's often the list. The, the kind of thing is how bad is it what I do? How badly does it affect other people? And that's our tendency of understanding, I would say, the seriousness or the, the evilness of what things are. But the scriptures gives us a kind of a, a different uh, understanding and it helps us to realize that actually all sin is against God and the first indications of my wicked heart is to not acknowledge God in all his power and in all his goodness and that everything belongs to him and that to him is due glory for all the wonder that we see around us as well as uh, the fact that he has made us do know him and be in the relationship to him. So I'm just going to read it for you very quickly out of Romans. So we're still in Romans. We're going to jump around a little bit. But in Romans chapter 1, uh, fascinatingly, uh, sin, evil, and suppression of truth is often first seen in the fact that we don't have a heart that glorifies God and thanks him. So I'm just going to pick it up. Verse 18, it says, the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. So that looks like, you know, like really bad, as I said, affecting other people. You see, since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made, 
so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they, glorif they neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. What an incredible uh, start uh, for us to understand that not recognizing God's divine nature, not recognizing God's divine power, not recognizing that God has made all things, including me and everything around, and not being thankful uh, is the first sign that I am a person, a being that suppresses the truth of God in unrighteousness and uh, I'm called wicked. I'm called not straight. I'm called I'm not living in line with reality. So so that's the basic assumption of the scriptures. So this morning, as we think about why is Thanksgiving so difficult, here we are told we have this malady called sin. It tells us our minds are futile, our minds can't think straight, and our hearts are darkened. Um, and that's the basic starting point of the scriptures for us on this Thanksgiving issue. So fascinating. So when it's God's will for us in Christ Jesus to give thanks in all circumstances, you can see God wants us to know the wonder of knowing him as the giver and the maker of all things. And so it's a fantastic thing for us to start. So we can start out in one sense by confession. God, I have not glorified and thank you uh, as I should. And you have even, on top of the fact that you've made everything and deserve that, you've given us Christ to forgive me for not doing that. And now you are enabling me by Christ and by the Spirit to start to become what you've made me, which is in part to recognize you and to enjoy you as God and to be glad that you are God and to be glad for everything you give me. Can you see how fascinating this is? So I want to start by encouraging you this morning. If you are aware of your slowness of glorying God and rejoicing in God and thanking God, well, then you can know God knows that. And he's on top of the fact that he's already given you everything, he's also given you his son, Jesus Christ. And he does that so that we may be forgiven for our failure, but also be empowered by his spirit, the spirit of Christ, to actually reach and become more the people that uh, would enjoy the fullness of life, which would be able to live in the light of reality. So, it's quite a lot being said already. But that's so important for us to grow in our conviction of why would God say, in everything, I want you to give thanks because this is my will. This is my preferred desire for you in my son, Jesus Christ, because God actually wants the best for us. He's given us everything. And on top of it, he gives us his grace through his son so that we may have the fullness of life. And it is very, very important to recognize all good things and to be able to say thanks because Thanksgiving, as we'll see next week a bit more, actual saying thanks completes the experience of the wonder and the appreciation that we have in our hearts. So thankfulness is a, a reaction to something you think is good that you've received. And there's also a thankfulness to the person who's given it to you. And that's really what we're looking at uh, this morning. So I hope that this helps you to understand a little bit more how amazing it is that creation 
as it says, not only reveal God, but creation also worships God. It also praises God. So we stand in awe and then we say, thank you, because there is someone behind the awe. <laughs> the awe is appointed to the one who has given it. And that's growing in making those connections. So that's really in one sense what we uh, very simply are trying to encourage one another to do. So the first thing is to start there recognizing that, wow, not giving thanks is a fairly evil thing to do. It's not living in reality. It's to have a mind that is not operating according to reality. Because the reality is everything does actually come from God. It's through God and it's to God. And so to him does belong the glory. And we have been forgiven in Christ. And God has even provided that on top of it. And there you have it already. I mean, if you start looking around uh, for reasons to give thanks, well, there are quite a number of reasons to give thanks. But maybe as we get into this, and this is where you grow in yourself, there are reasons often why we are not on top of the fact that we are sinful and wicked. Um, why it's so hard to give thanks at times. Because two very basic elements is what we would call busyness and distraction. Life is busy and there's lots to do and there's lots to think about and there's lots to worry about and uh, we are occupied. Um, as somebody says, we not only run errands, errands run us. Uh, so we are moving around and it is very, very difficult uh, to build gratitude if you are moving from one thing to the next to the next thing, your mind is jumping from one thing to the next. It really means you're not noticing things around you. You're just getting through the list of to-dos uh, for the day. Uh, and busyness is, uh, is one of the great antidotes to Thanksgiving. And the other one is, is distraction. And boy, oh boy, are we uh, uh, easily distracted. And easy, nicely so, because we've got a cell phone. And so we can uh, almost find anything else and multiple things uh, by just pushing a button. And so we are distracted and we jump from one thing into another thing. And lots of things seems interesting and fascinating. But we don't always find significance. And we don't always find the joy of gratitude and thankfulness. Uh, in our hearts. So if those are some of the issues, then as you realize, it's good to know that Thanksgiving is a biblical thing. It's good to know that it's a beneficial thing. It's good to know that it's actually in line with reality, as we've just looked at uh, this morning briefly. Uh, but uh, I literally need to change my habits and I need to change my uh, rhythms um, if I am going to develop uh, this thing. So the thankfulness is something I can develop this choice, as they often say. And, and that's true, it is. It is a choice. It is an awareness that I take, we uh, need to develop. And so, yeah, so just some very practical things. I have found a, a number of these suggestions and, uh, from a book called The Grumbler's Guide to Thanksgiving uh, by Dustin Crow. Uh, Crow, sorry, not Crow, Crow. A fascinating book, helpful book. He picks up on a whole lot of things. Um, and he says, yeah, there are some things that helps us to change our habits. Um, and he mentions them in kind of a nice uh, way of remembering them. So the first thing he says is to recognize, then to reflect, then to receive, to record, and to recall. <laughs> Five R's, <laughs> quite nicely. So the first one is to recognize. To recognize something is to identify it and to acknowledge it. In one sense, it's to see it. It's to see that you are 
seeing what you're seeing and to give it a name. Uh, and the moment you do that, it actually, you, you kind of slow down and you notice it. Um, and that's very simply the first thing uh, in one sense often we need to do to change our habits is to see and acknowledge what you are seeing. Maybe right now where you are, what are you seeing? Um, you're seeing me talking um, and to acknowledge, oh, that's what you are seeing um, and to give it a name. That's, that's a person there or this is a camera or I'm looking around my, my screen. Uh, I actually seeing and I can notice it and say what it is. So that immediately gets my attention to focus on that thing or that moment or whatever it is. So the first thing in one sense uh, that we need to develop is to actually see what is right in front of us and to give it a name. And as you do that, the next kind of thing starts to kick in and that is to reflect. So that means I'm now looking at this and I'm trying to see its significance and I'm trying to see its source. Where does it come from? So that is fascinating. So that develops slowly an appreciation for what I've just seen and named, what I've just acknowledged and given a name for. Now, what's the significance of this thing? Um, significance of a person, significance of a event, significance of a, of a table uh, around this kind of table. Uh, this is what you do in this table. You study, it's got drawers and you put your laptop down and you work and it's something that creates uh, a space and a platform uh, to work well on. Or it's a kitchen table. Uh, even better, it's a table where uh, there's food close by and often there are people close by and often there are very interesting discussions around those tables close by and you're starting to see, wow, this is significant. This is a significant gift, a table. This is a significant gift. It draws people together. Uh, somebody brings food. You're face to face. Uh, it builds community built friendship. And so as you reflect on the significance and the source from what you can even take it all the way from a tree. So God has made some people intelligent enough to chop down trees, to, to take those trees to make a, a table, to export that table to a shop, which you buy for, and you put in your house and you enjoy it. <laughs> See how it actually, it's kind of a weird thing maybe for you. It is to recognize, wow, there's a whole lot of wonderful things that has happened since that tree grew there in the forest. And before it was chopped on, it even changed the oxygen levels for us and made life possible. So can you see how you're starting to work out its significance and its place and its source and how things hang, hang together? And obviously, in the back of your mind, you're always aware that this goes all the way back to God. God is the one who actually thought of the things like plants. <laughs> um, God has created a universe that is so finely tuned according to the scientists that it actually produces life and if the margins of how all the, the atomic power forces and the weak atomic force and the, I don't know what else they, the guys are talking about it wasn't quite right then life and oxygen and helium and nitrogen and carbons and all of things wouldn't have worked right for life actually to happen on this. It's finely tuned 
environment that is created for life to happen. And in that life, it is so magnificent because there are all these things. And as you see them and name them and then start to see their significance and work back to its source and its place and its function, in your heart starts to grow an awareness, an awareness of appreciation of the goodness of it. Um, and that's what reflection is. So first is you recognize it. Second, you reflect on it. And then you, re well, again, I guess recognize, receive it as a gift from God. God has given us these things and some of them we develop, we add to it, and some of them we don't. So you see a beautiful sunset. Uh, you did nothing about that. You didn't create it. God created it. Maybe all the pollution in the air makes it even more prettier at times when the, the sun reflects on it. Um, so there is a contribution and yet there's, this is a gift. God's gift is to enrich our lives. God says, I made all of this so that human life may be possible. And humans, out of all the creatures, are the ones who can really enjoy it and express their thankfulness to the one who has made it all become full of gratitude to the source of all. And so can you see how this simple little thing is to start working? Recognize it, name it, reflect on its significance, its place, its purpose, its source, how it connects to other things, what effect it has, and then receive it as a gift, appreciate it, like it, enjoy it, love it. Um, you know, table, coffee, friendship, uh, even church, uh, all of those things are gifts to be received. Every single person is a unique gift given by God. And it's such a fascinating thing to look at people. So maybe if you just look around where you're sitting now, if you're not alone, just look at people. Look at how they look different. Their eyes are different. Their shapes are different. Uh, their interests are different. Their color schemes are different. Uh, they are all different and they are a gift for you of how widely different people understand themselves in life. That's fascinating. And it grows one's thankfulness. And so then the scriptures, then, he, then the next thing is to try and record this, because I think this is something that I'm learning that I haven't been very good at, is keeping a journal, writing down all the things that I can thank God for, and that I have thanked God for, and that I have noticed and reflected on and received as a gift, and actually literally write it down. You know, there's that old song, count your blessings, count them one by one. So don't only give a list, make your list, then reflect on that list and all the connections and then receive them in your heart. Say, wow, this is literally God's gift to me. That gives you appreciation. But as you write them down, it actually makes it better because you can record it. Otherwise, you'll forget it. And then as you've written it, you can recall it. Say, you know, I have thanked God for this in the past. This is how I reflected on it. This is how I received it. And now I've forgotten about it again and I want to go back because it really is great. Or the other way around, I haven't thought about it uh, and now I want to grow and I'm going to add to my picture of thankfulness. So in that sense, it's being present, isn't it? It's, it's literally, uh, as uh, Dustin Crow says in, in, in one way, he says it beautifully, he says, it is to start to look, because as Christians we know God has made everything. We are starting to look to see if we can find the fingerprints of God 
on everything around us. Well, also on us, I, can, I take it, because God's fingerprint is even on us. It's, it's even in us. He, he has made known, he says, not only to us, but he's made it known in us. One of the great things that we have is a, is a conscience. Uh, that's something to thank for. We can come and look at some other categories to add to this. But can you see how incredibly to change your habit? Don't just blur through the day. Stop and every now and again, just challenge yourself. What did you see? And now reflect on the significance and the place and the function and then receive it in your heart as a gift from God. This is God's good gift. All things are from him through him. To him belong glory. Fascinating how they count. Record it and recall it as often as possible. So to me it's been a challenge and actually a great joy to start to write down uh, these things. And be specific. The more specific you are, the more specific about your reflection, the more specific about how you've received it and how it touched you and how it, it kind of builds you up, the, the better and easier it is for you to not only be appreciative to God, but to thank Him, which is our next thing we'll look at next, but how to express this. So, can you see in one sense, if God is the maker of all things, then there's never a shortage of being thankful for. So, we can look at this from different angles. We can look at how God has created all things. And literally just look at everything that you can discover and see. And know how it works and give it a name as Adam. Adam had to go and give things names, and as the name he gave it, that was it because he was he was putting his, his stamp on these things because God has put his stamp on him. And so by looking at nature, the vastness of it, the smallness of it, you can go out and see all the millions of stars, you can go in, you see all the millions of quarks and who knows else what that JJ plays around with. Um, fascinating, isn't it? That these are areas for us to just look, explore the, the whole of creation and each one of these funny creatures and stuff that we find there is all made by God for His glory, but for our joy. So God is a giver of great joy. We see it in grace. We see it as what we would call common grace, which is very closely connected to creation, isn't it? The fact that God gives to everybody so many things. Family, friends, eyesight but he doesn't give to everyone the same which does make this tricky isn't it so we need to work to see what god has given us not what he hasn't given us in comparison to others because that may bring in into our hearts bitterness resentment and we're back to our great malady on recognizing god but so here's a practice it, it takes a little bit of time to think and to re reflect as we've said as to stop yourself in one sense so to develop this whole idea, it's exactly uh, what you actually find so often in the scriptures. And we're going to end off just now with a passage that uh, was actually given this week, uh, where there's a cry and a shout uh, to all people and to the world and to all of creation and to different parts of creation uh, to give glory to God. Because this is all signs of life and of abundance and of the wisdom and the power and the nature of God. And so as we look at these things, uh, creation is a good place to go. Um, God's providence is a good place to go. How has God answered your prayers? Write them down. 
how has God uh, enabled you and saved you uh, from being stupid? Actually, this very day today, I was saved uh, from an accident. Uh, I was doing something I shouldn't have done. Uh, my f I was, was looking at a message on my phone and uh, somebody almost drove in front of me. And for some other weird reason, I braked before I looked up. And if I didn't, it would have been an accident. That, that's just God's sheer providential grace, kindness to me. And I just could say, thank you, Lord. I, and I put the phone down. I know I shouldn't do it. And so I'm confessing my sin. Uh, and yet God did not treat me in accordance with what I deserved. Um, and maybe he was saving the other person as well, which is amazing, isn't it? So God's providence is to start to think about God's providence. So one of the things you could simply do is sit and look back over the week and just replay all the things that happened the conversations you had all the times uh, something kind of happened as we would say that it was good yeah, maybe start with those things because we have to look at the world as it is isn't it we have to look at it in its beauty and its brokenness uh, we, we mustn't not do that but we'll get to the being able to give thanks in all circumstances but it's important to note these massive things that god does for us and to be thankful some of them are like that, scary, like an accident. Some of them are simply the fact that God in His providence has uh, placed us where we are. We see beautiful, we've got beautiful weather at the moment. In God's providence, we have that. And He's giving it to us to, us to enjoy. Fascinating. So, the things that accumulate as you start to think about just becomes more and more. So, it becomes almost more and more. We are not to be thankful because there are just so many things to be thankful for. And God is encouraging us to do that. And obviously, at times, life is very hard. And then it's important for us not to forget what God has also given us. This is His Son. We've started His grace. The fact that in Christ, all my sin is forgiven. In Christ, I am fully acceptable. I am adopted. I have a Father now. I have an eternal father uh, that all the bad, the sad and the mad of this world literally cannot separate me from my relationship with God and that that relationship is eternal. Even death can't separate it. Nothing can. And Romans 80 piles up all these words on top of one another uh, because he is just saying, listen, if you understand the grace, the of God in Christ Jesus, then literally everything in one sense uh, is changed and affected. And you can literally take everything in and walk it through the grace of God and how the grace of God has confirmed it, how the grace of God gives you strength to uh, overlook it, how God's grace gives you certainty of the victory of life as it is in Christ because of the resurrection from the dead. So I'm just piling all these things up. There are so many things that we become aware. So for us, the important thing is in one sense, you want to give this whole talk a title, which I haven't given it, as you can do it from one or two sides, but to keep them together, is as you look around you and acknowledge and reflect and receive, make sure that you are at the same time almost spiritually looking up to know where they come from. Or you can start by looking up and to know where they all come from and then turn your gaze and as you look around, you recognize that everything around you reflects the one that has made everything. And everything around you here 
pushes you back to him. So it really doesn't matter where you start. So whether you are looking up as you look around or saying it the other way, look around as you look up, that's the incredible thing that we can develop as human beings. We have been made by God in a very special way. We are made relational. And we are made to be in relationship with Him and with everything else He's made. So we never have to run God off against His gifts. But we can enjoy both because both of them together makes us understand the glory of God and why Thanksgiving is such a good thing. And as that passage says, as you through Christ deals with your unthankfulness and learn to become thankful, funny enough what happens, your mind stops being futile and your heart is being changed to be enlightened and it gives life, which you can then share again with those around you, as we've said. As I move in the awareness that everything comes from God, I not only am a consumer of goods and life, I am now becoming an enjoyer of God and goods and life, which actually makes me able to become a sharer with others of God and goods and life. But we're going to keep on building this thing. And you've already seen it's almost impossible to not flow from the four aspects uh, back into one another. So we've seen a little bit about how I can become more appreciative, more thankful, and thankfulness to God. You can't really separate them from a Christian perspective. And so we want to distinguish them, but they jump back together again. And so I want us to end this morning just by reading 1 Chronicles uh, 16, verse 24 to 34. He starts by saying, Declare His glory among the nations, His marvelous deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his dwelling place. Ascribe to the Lord all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. Let now the heavens themselves rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. You just thank God for everything that's in the sea. It's magnificent. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Just think of all the fields and all the stuff that grows in all the fields and all the trees and all the hojas and everything. They are all part of seeing something of the glory and the splendor of God. Something to be thankful for. Let the trees of the forest sing. Let them sing for joy before the Lord. For he comes to judge the earth. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Isn't that magnificent? 
the thankfulness, the joy, the praise, the splendor of all of creation. Not only reveals God, but worships God. We ourselves not only reveal God, but we also are to worship God. In this week to come, may you look back every day, make it a habit, and just think through everything that's happened. Get to look around you in the moment and see and acknowledge what you see, reflect and receive. Recall it quickly if you can, so that tonight as you look back you can recall so that your appreciation for the multitudes of gifts that you have never seen before, kind of the invisible that has now become visible, which is like God, isn't it? That you can, your heart can be fed and you can rejoice and look up and say thank you and experience that joy in your heart. So with our eyes, we look around, and with our hearts, we can look back, we can appreciate what we see around us, and we can express it as a gift of praise to God in our hearts. Next week, we'll look at how the mouth does it, and uh, how we grow further in our fellowship with God. I hope you've been encouraged, I hope you've been helped, I hope you've been um, given lots to think about, and... Uh, Let's pray together. And then by God's will, we will hopefully meet together next week again. Father, we thank you for this incredible reality that there are literally so much that we can, once we see it, and we think a little bit about it, and we receive it, we grow in an awareness of your glory and our gratitude escalates and so we offer lord to you ourselves in the bit of praise we muster and we say thank you that you want us to learn to be thankful in all circumstances this is your desired will for us in christ jesus for christ has come to make us partakers of your glory forever despite our many failures thank you that you forgive us thank you that you uh, enable us thank you that you change us thank you that you have started a good work and we pray that uh, this week we may experience it growing in us and growing it among us as a church and as a, a people uh, for your glory we pray this in jesus name amen thank you very much for listening Work on your habits, work on your rhythms, work on your convictions. <laughs>